I'd like to share with you tonight a, a teaching from one of the great minds of the 20th century, Rabbi Rucham of the Mir Yeshiva in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem. An incredibly brilliant insight into something that I think each and every one of us struggles with to some degree or another, in one way or another, to some extent or another. Each and every one of us could use this teaching. And in some ways, it's the most simple teaching in the world. And I like those. I like simple teachings. Because simple doesn't mean easy. Simple means clear, almost obvious. And that way it helps me remember, because often I forget the simplest things. The teaching is based on a midrash, a rabbinic A rabbinic gloss on the Torah, the rabbis reading into an apparent, maybe sometimes making their own problem. <laughs> Something's up for the rabbis and they offer an explanation that needs to be understood deeply. For those of you who know where we are in the weekly wisdom, in our weekly wisdom journey, we were at Sinai a couple of weeks ago and we received Torah and it was a very big deal. Torah was given in, in the most extreme way, in the most colorful, in the most electric, the most exciting way. It was big, it wasn't, it was gaudy. It was lights and synesthesia, senses are mixing together, people are seeing what, it was a trip. And it was big. But before Sinai there was a moment that we spoke about here, and we speak about it every single year in the shul. There's a moment that you can miss. And that the revelation at Sinai, the biggest Jewish moment as it were, the Jewiest Jew of all Jew moments, when they got the Torah as Torah of all Torahs, was preceded by a non-Israelite priest from Midian, a Midianite priest who is Moses' father-in-law. His name is Yitro. The Parsha named... Yitro has in it the light show. Yitro precedes the light show. Yitro, as it were, gives a Torah that precedes the revelation of Torah. And the Torah of Jethro is about judges. The Torah of Jethro is about what's called dinim, laws, established in courts. Jethro comes to Moses and says, if you really want to establish a Jewish society or a holy society, whatever it is, you have to begin with a legal system that works. And then from the Torah of Jethro is the Torah of Sinai. And immediately after the ecstasy of Sinai, there is the laundry list of tomorrow morning's Torah portion. From the ecstasy, the laundry, the Torah of the everyday. From the light show of Sinai to the everyday quotidian legal system. Make sure, the Torah says, that you set up laws and have halacha and all manner of ethical and constructions to live out the Torah of Sinai in the every day. And on this, the Midrash says, to what can this be prepared, compared, says the Midrash? A parable to a queen 
who happened to be passing along the path. She was journeying on the highway. Mishmar kavod She has before her a retinue, a guard. Umishmar kavod And after she goes by, there's also a guard, a retinue. Vehi ba'emsa. And she, the queen, is in the middle. Kacha Torah, dinim so too with Torah. There are laws and systems before her, and they have laws and systems after her, and she, the Torah, is in the middle. Matan Torah natun ben shtei parshiot shel mishpat v'din. The Torah is given on Mount Sinai, sandwiched between the Torah of Jethro about setting up courts and the Torah of tomorrow morning about establishing a just and legal society. And the Torah is in the center and the Torah is the queen. It's a little bit of a strange parable. It's principally a strange parable because one would think that laws, and when you think of Judaism, you think law, a lot of us. Jethro precedes Sinai. That preceding Sinai is important. It's if it's primary. There's something vital about it. And then immediately after Torah is given, we have the ways that we walk it out in the world. But the parable is clearly not trying to put law in the center, but rather Torah in the center. And on this, Rabbi Yerucham of the Mir says something very important. It is so easy, he writes, to imagine that the laws and the mishmar, the retinue is all so important. And to lose what's essential, what is ikar, you get lost. It goes by so quickly. You barely see the queen, she's hidden. And Simon Sinek would say, you lose your why. It's abundantly clear, Rabbi Yerucham argues, that laws are means to an end. The entirety of the Torah, the entirety of Jewish religious structures are not about the laws, but about the revelation. About the experience that's at the center, it's the Oreo cookie, everyone. It's the whole raison d'etre that gets caught up with all of the things around it. He says, Hamalka hiya Torah. Umahi ikara shel Torah. What is the essential core of Torah? Torah Chesed, the Torah of loving kindness. Omerida Gemara, the Talmud teaches Tchilata Gemilut Chasadim, Misofa Gemilut Chasadim. The beginning of Torah is about loving kindness, and the end of Torah is about loving kindness. It's all about love. It's all about goodness. And the laws are there to ensure. The laws come as a way of reminding us. And how important is that lesson, no matter what you are doing in your life? And the most important thing is remembering the why of the thing, not the thing. 
how quickly the importance of having structure becomes bureaucracy. How quickly educational systems that are supposed to be focusing on children and their growth become focused on passing tests. How quickly a community that focuses on buying a building forgets that the purpose of the building is not the building but what goes into it. How quickly we forget the why. The whole thing. It's a remarkable teaching. Tomorrow morning we'll read all manner of important laws that have to do with building a just society, but the just society is to express love, not to keep those laws. And so often those laws themselves don't express love when we forget it. I was in St. Louis last week at this remarkable song leadership boot camp. And the theme of the conference was, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? And thinking about what it means to be a good neighbor is all of what tomorrow morning is all about. Tomorrow morning's Torah portion, everything in here is about how to be a good neighbor. But if you ask Mr. Rogers, what was the core teaching that he brought to the world? He would say, Torah chesed. The Torah of loving kindness to see the child before you. Not the child in your mind that is supposed to. Not the child in the timeline and in the rushed itting of a child, objectification of a child. There's an infinite little world in front of you. And he got down and he spoke to that little world and he said, I know that educational systems are like the Torah of Jethro. They're also the Torah of Mishpatim. But in the middle, there's just love. And he was led by that principle. And people around him, they, he drove them crazy. They couldn't finish TV shows because he'd be sitting talking to a kid and following the kid's thread. And the producers and director would be sitting on the side going, oh my God, here he goes again. And he didn't care. I wouldn't ask for a show of hands in this room, so I'll do it myself. How many of us on a weekly basis forget the why of what we're doing? How many of us, in moments when we're rushing because we got to get to the meeting, or because we're exhausted? It's okay, we're human. How many of us, no matter what we're doing, especially when things are stressed out, we're exhausted, we forget the Torah of love that is at the heart of what this spiritual path is about. It's not easy. In our tradition, we were slaves in Egypt, and when we were slaves in Egypt, the number one thing we did was build buildings, and we used bricks, levenim. And tomorrow morning, after the laundry list of how to live a good life, the Torah will once again bring us back to Sinai. And at Sinai, this time, Moses, not alone, but with a group of people, will rise up to the top of the mountain peak and he will see an image in the sky like sapphire, brickwork. The only other mention of bricks in the Torah. The bricks of Egypt are replaced by the bricks of those who use love to build a world of goodness. 
And each and every one of us, when we respond with love, especially when it is difficult, when we listen with love, especially when we can't imagine listening with love, when we remember the purpose of a building is not the building, but what you place in it, the purpose of a relationship is not what we get out of it, but what we put into it, and who the person is in front of us that is absolutely our teacher. As often as we do that, we put a brick and another brick and another brick into building a stunning sapphire throne for God, for presence, for spirit, for love, for goodness. That's our work in the world. We're not there yet. But if you are like me, and you had a week where sometimes you wish you would have reacted a little bit more patiently, a little bit more lovingly, and if you are like me and hope that you might do so again tonight, tomorrow, find love. Come from love. Live in love. Then we can dream together of building that kind of community here in this space, in Summit, New Jersey, in Seattle, in D.C. Oh, D.C. One day, one day.